Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. G'day there, Andrew Roberts here, and today I'm going to dive into this topic, uh, could your money beliefs or your beliefs around money be holding you back? Um, I'm not sure how much you've, you've really studied the power of the brain, but the brain learns so much of, uh, well, so much of our personalities formed between the ages of really zero to five. And it's influenced by everything going on around us in our environments. Um, and, and of course, our parents have a major influence on our development and particularly our core beliefs, belief system. And so today I'm going to talk to you about the impact that that might have had on you and how that might be playing out in your life today. Before I, before I dive into that, though, I thought I'd start with a... I'm going to call it an embarrassing story, but it's it's definitely funny and and um, at my expense. But I I've always been very open minded, um, and I believe things very easily. So someone can can say something to me, and and I'll just take it at face value, and I'll believe it. I've always been like that, and I'm still like that. Um, I don't know why, but I uh, I'm very gullible. There's there's no doubt about it. So I just thought I'd share this. Uh, story with you when I was at university I was in my first year at uni so I'm 18 years of age and I was living in a house with a group of mates and we're all sitting around um, having a having dinner one particular evening and I I knew we're approaching holidays like we're, we're literally three days away from going on holidays and I was sitting around the table and I asked my mates who had a cure for dandruff and at this particular I'd, I'd never experienced it but i living up in in brisbane um i was i was finding i was getting dry dry skin and a dry scalp and so i had some dandruff and i wanted to fix it yeah i know i told you it was going to be a bit embarrassing but it doesn't matter so i asked this question and one of my mates perked up his name's sam coverdale you're listening to this coverdale I'll tell you what, I've, you, you still have your, your reply coming to this, but Sam goes, mate, yep, I've got the perfect solution. And I said, okay, well, what is it? And he said, what you need to do is you need to go and buy 500 grams or half a kilogram of butter. And you need to put it in the microwave for about 30 seconds and then put it in your hair and leave it for about 24 hours. And he said, mate, guarantee that will fix your dandruff. And he just said it with this calm, confident voice. And of course, I believe this. And so I uh, drove back to New England from Brisbane um, in the holidays. Three days later, I drove all the way back up to home, uh, about a seven-hour trip And because I, I grew up in, in Urala. And I'm at the farm. And I remember arriving during shearing. And I popped over to the sheds and said good day to Dad and all the workers. And I, was, I came back home. And um, anyway... Looked in as you do when you go home. I opened up the fridge just to check to see what what amazing food uh, Mum had in store for us, and there I noticed a five hundred gram butter. And so I thought, well, never, never, never a better time. Never now's the time to to do this. So I grabbed the the five hundred gram, put it in the microwave, thirty seconds, whacked it in my hair. 
And anyway, my hair is slicked back. I must have looked ridiculous, but um, I'm sitting out in the living room and I remember this so clearly because dad came home for it. It was afternoon tea. Um, and he walked in the door and just went, what the hell is in your hair? And I just looked up and I just went, butter. And dad goes, why the hell have you got that in your hair? And I just said, well, it's, it's to fix my dandruff. And dad just looked at me and shook his head and just goes, you've been had. <laughs> That's all he could say. And anyway, I ignored him. And we're, we're sitting at dinner that night and um, I'm, I'm sitting there with this slick back butter in my hair. And I just had my, my mates um, saying, and he said, you've got you to see this out for 24 hours. So I went to bed that night with this butter in my hair and it was the most uncomfortable night's sleep. Um, went through the whole night, woke up the next morning and my hair was, my scalp was so sore and um, I, I was smelly. Like it was quite disgusting when I, when I think back on it. But um, so I knew at this particular stage that my dad was actually correct that I'd been had. So I actually went into the um, shower and washed this out and I was so angry at Coverdale. But no, it didn't fix my dandruff and I was absolutely had. And um, I wanted to share that just for the, if you like the susceptibility that we can have, right? We, we can take things for granted actually. Some people take this often too far and become very sceptical later on in life and that can also have the opposite effect. But I wanted to share that because uh, I wanted to talk about these beliefs that we can pick up when we're early in life. And so many of these beliefs um, can be holding you back later in life. And in fact, most of our success today is a result of our subconscious, not our conscious, which it's our unconscious, which is the part of the brain that you and I can't see. Um, it's ingrained. It's almost like it's, we, forget, we forget about it. It's like a, a command that goes into the brain and it goes from the left-hand side over into the right-hand side and it actually runs our lives. Um, and, and a belief is something, if, if we look at what a, what's a belief, a belief is something that's not necessarily true but we take it as truth, as gospel. And we take it because our parents have said it over and over again or school has said it. Um, and we, we find uh, things in our lives to reinforce that belief. And these, these beliefs can become very, very limiting and can hold and hold all of us back. And so in this, um, in this podcast today, I wanted to talk about some of the, the negative beliefs that you may have experienced when you were young. I certainly had a number of these. And then I wanted to talk about um, really the negative beliefs around money. And then I wanted to talk about the facts around money. I've written down some notes here. And then I want to talk about, well, how do we, how do we fix these beliefs? You know, what are the positive beliefs that we want to have around money and how can we actually remove these? Um, and I wanted to start off by saying, it really doesn't matter what you consciously do. If you've got a, a subconscious or an unconscious negative belief around money or a negative belief around how what around you as a person, like you might not believe in yourself, that it doesn't matter what you do consciously, it doesn't matter how hard you work, you can be sabotaged by this. And this can be significantly holding you back. And you're, you may not even be aware of it. In fact, some people can go their entire life unaware of these negative beliefs. Um, and, and it's really unfortunate because 
um, the, the person means, so, you may mean so well, but because of this negative belief that maybe a parent installed in you or school, uh, it's very, very difficult to get ahead. And these negative beliefs can cause you uh, a lot of negative emotions. So a lot of anger, um, it can cause you a lot of stress and anxiety. It can cause a lot of fights with your partner. Um, and, and it can really stop you from, from I think, living a, a really happy and, and successful life. So let's firstly look at, um, firstly, you know, what is a belief? Well, as I mentioned earlier, it's something that you hold to be true. It doesn't mean it's necessarily correct. It just means that you hold it to be true. Now, some of these negative beliefs that you may have around money, I'm going to read these out. So some people believe that money is evil. Money is the root of all evil. It's sad, but this is um, a lot of very heavy, heavily religious views, um, which, which, is, which is not necessarily true. It's just a, a point of view um, that, that's been derived and it can be passed down through the generations. Here's some other ones. Money is hard to make. Money comes in one hand, out the other. Money is hard to make in agriculture and from farming. Um, money is impossible to make in farming. Uh, this is a big one. You have to work hard to make money. Um, money comes in one hand, out the other. Money is scarce. Uh, it's hard to get ahead. Money doesn't grow on trees. There isn't enough money. Um, I won't have enough money later on in life. Um, I'd rather be happy than rich. These are negative beliefs around money. Or I don't need money. People will actually often justify um, why they don't need or, or want money. I don't care for money. And it's often these little sayings that we, we say on the fly that actually cause a, a number of um, issues for you. And I wanted to really point this out. Even if you're having a fight about money with your partner and you're saying, oh, we don't make enough or we've got to be more careful with money or we don't have enough money, all these conversations um, are, are often a negative money belief that you may be carrying. And, and the, the point I want to make is it's not your fault. You were most likely surrounded when you were young by parents that had this money mindset. And then many of others went off to schools and the school, the teachers had these money mindsets and the teachers were dropping these, these sayings in, if you like, money doesn't grow on trees or you have to work hard to make money and um, money comes in one hand out the other. And so what happens over time is th these are repeated, 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 and we believe them. And then we carry these beliefs you know, our entire life and then it sabotages or stops, uh, stops you um, getting ahead. And so. Money is amazing because people have more hang-ups around money than, than all these other areas in our lives. Like, it's amazing how many emotions can be created by the, the topic of money. Um, there's so many fights and anger around money. If there's a feeling that, that there's not enough money around, it can cause a lot of anxiety, depression, irritability. You know, how much stress can be created because of money? When you, just, when you think about it, it's just a, it, it really is quite a controlling energy. Um, and, and the key word there is it, it creates a lot of emotions. And these emotions uh, is energy in motion, emotion, right? It's not real, but it, it, it just creates this, this um, tension within the body. 
And this is a really interesting one for farmers because farmers, uh, uh, you're on such a uh, a curve of um, years when when it seems to flow, and other years when it's a little bit more scarce because of you know, weather or, or commodity prices or whatever it is. So you know, for you, you actually probably experience these emotions um, more than others. And I, I think a lot of farmers maybe put themselves under a lot more anxiety and stress because of these money beliefs that really aren't true. Um, and and there's the, the the good news is. You can work on these and you can change these and you can let a lot of these go and this can have a tremendous impact on your life when you firstly become aware of them. The first stage of releasing uh, a negative belief around money is, is awareness. Just just aware that, yes, you have negative feelings or you do have negative beliefs around money that maybe this came from your parents. I'll almost guarantee you Many of you um, that have parents that used to worry a lot about money and complain about money. Any anyone that's worrying about money, complaining about money, getting caught up about money, fighting about money, uh, these are signs that you have negative beliefs around money. Um, so let's firstly look at some facts about money. Okay, so there's an abundance of money. There's not a scarcity of money. Money is everywhere. I mean, think about it. The government keeps printing it. There's so much money out there, it's ridiculous. There's, it's not, there's not a scarcity at all. And really, when we look at money, it's just an idea backed by confidence, right? It's just the, the piece of paper that we use to exchange money or, the, or these days the debit cards. I mean, it's just an idea. It's just this, I mean, in the old days, they used to use tulips, as, a, as an exchange for money um, and gold and silver and stuff. And, and so then one day it became a piece of paper um, that represented money. And this is just, I mean, when you really look at it for what it is, it's just an idea backed by confidence. So if you look at a lot of people that make a lot of money, they've just often, they've just got an idea and then they've had the confidence to pull it off. Like this smartphone here um, is, is someone's idea that confidently by a person or a team of people to then go and uh, turn it into selling it, which then creates money, right? And so money is 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 just a is just a tool um, and a theory. It's really quite a bizarre thing. Um, people say that they go around saying don't spend money, you know, um, and they they build a lot of people build this scarcity mindset around money that. It's something that can be lost, but that's not true. Money is so temporary. It's forever in motion. It's forever being circulated. You don't spend money. That's why I really advise you never to use the word, oh, we're spending money, because think about it. You're not, if you're spending it, where does it go? It's not like it disappears off the planet. What's actually happening is you're, it's circulating. It's not, it's not going anywhere. It's actually going back into the economy and it's circulating around. This is why I love using the phrase, instead of saying I'm spending money, you know, it just changes simply to I'm circulating money. Um, it's very temporary. Uh, it, it, you know, there's a really big difference between being broke and poor. This is a very important distinction because if you're poor, it's almost permanent. If you have the assumption that I'm poor, it's permanent. But if you're broke, broke is just temporary. You know, I've been broke quite a few times in my early stages of business. Um, I know what it's like being in significant debt and um, not having any money around. And for me, 
it's just temporary. You might have a year or two like that, but with the right open-minded mindset, you can break free of that. And and in six years, seven years' time, you can be uh, financially free. I had a client of mine. Um, he, he actually shared recently to all our clients. His name's um, Sam Bowden. He's outside of farming, grew up on a farm. But six or seven years ago, he was completely broke, totally on the you know bankrupt, if you like. But uh, seven years later, he's now got a net worth over ten million dollars purely because he break broke. You know, in that moment, it was very painful for him, but he broke. He understood that all these beliefs and negativity around money was holding him back. So he was able to really work on his subconscious, on his brain, and. Um, come and start a new business and that new business he built up to a very successful company um, and then he was able to sell that company for you know six or seven million dollars and and as a result today has a very very high net worth so for me being broke is very temporary and you can pull yourself out of the ditch very very quickly with the right mindset and and um, recognizing that maybe it's your think your thinking that's holding you back around money so the facts about money can be very different to your beliefs around money and your beliefs around money are something that you hold to be true, but it's not necessarily true. Okay, so that's, that's the important part that I, I want to make. Now, so what do we do about this? Well, it's very important that you fix your beliefs around money. In fact, work on changing your beliefs around money and this is this is something that doesn't happen overnight it's very important to understand like you 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 spent years building a belief around money so for example you might have a big ingrained belief that as a farmer i have to work really hard to make money now that i don't that is not necessarily true um at all I mean, I've got a couple of clients that I'm working with at the moment that own very successful farms and they don't spend a, an hour a week working on those farms. They, those farms run independently of them, make a lot of profitability um, and the, the person actually just owns it, right? So, so they have a team running that farm. So that, that belief's not true. That's just a belief that was most likely formed from your grandparents and your parents and all the people in your community helped you create that belief. So that belief is going to take you a fair bit of time to undo and to relearn a new belief. And this is why I'm such a fan of getting help um, and, and working with a coach and a mentor, someone that can help you spot these negative beliefs or these, these incorrect beliefs around money and then help you become aware of them and help you um, work on them. I mean, I... I even I've been coaching for 19 years, but I am constantly still working with people because I just know there's so many things that I can't see, um, and and they pick up on the language that I'm using, and they ask me questions that bring out this. You know, there, there's always new ones that pop up for me, so I am such a fan of of engaging help because it just makes life so much easier. So that's that's the first thing is, is please respect get, getting getting help getting someone to work with you is just so important if you want if you're if you're a serious student and you really want to um, if you really want to improve these these things and, and you really want to break break uh, break free of these negative beliefs it's a bit like getting help let, let, let's say that you um, 
for whatever reason, you try everything to lose weight, but you just can't lose weight, right? There's just, there's that time in your life when you realize, I need to go and get some help. I need someone to help me look at why am I eating or why am I unable to lose this weight? This is all subconscious, unconscious behavior that most likely is stopping that person ultimately losing losing the weight. And this is this one of these favorite sayings of mine, unlearn comes before learn. You know, you have to firstly undo the negative beliefs holding you back in order to move forward because as I said before, you know, what a lot of people do is they just think they've got to work harder and that's not true. I would almost say that's the most crazy thing to do. Working harder does never it just doesn't matter what you do. If you've if you've got a limiting belief, and that, that's the key word, it, it places a limit or a ceiling over what you're um, able to generate. And I've had multiple of these. And if you could appreciate it, it's this um, the, the seeds that have been planted that have gone into your subconscious, and it's like it's created a weed, and then you are acting out that belief pattern or that belief system. For example, you know, I have to work really hard to make money. Money comes in one hand and out the other. I, 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 I struggle to get ahead. And so all you have to do is look at your reality and look at you know, what, what's going on with my, you know, am I good at making money? Am I good at holding on to money? Am I good at growing money? And if your answer is no to those questions, then I would almost guarantee you that you have in some way negative subconscious beliefs somewhere around money because um, I, just, I just know this, that our unconscious or our subconscious is responsible for like 97, 98% of, of our success. So I'm going to now give you some um, positive belief statements that ultimately this is what you want to end up with. This is what you want your subconscious to be thinking and not, not just thinking it wants to own these beliefs, right? So I'm just going to read them out. Money is everywhere. I love money. I respect money. Money loves me. Um, I, I, I love circulating money and it keeps coming back to me. So I circulate money and it comes back to me in increasing proportions. So you can say this instead of saying I spend money. Money, um, my money keeps growing. I love investing and growing my money. I'm excellent with money. My business is very profitable. Um, it's farming is a very profitable industry and I love being in it. Um, I don't have to work that hard to make money. I'm good at making money without working that hard. I can have a fantastic lifestyle whilst making great money. Right, so these are beliefs that right now I might say these and it, it might really trigger you and you might shut, you might be listening to this going, I want a load of crap. That's not true. Now, I just, I just invite you to be open-minded because I can guarantee you that there, there's some people out there right now that are very comfortable with making money in agriculture and do believe that. Whether, whether you like it or not, um, there's, there's a portion of people that 100% believe that agriculture is very, very profitable, that you can do very, very well, that you know, um, they don't have to work very hard to make money at all. Um, that they don't have to work their backside off, that they can enjoy a really comfortable life, having lots of holidays, can comfortably put their kids through school. They've got these beliefs, and because they've got these beliefs, that's what their reality becomes. 
So a couple of other things that I will invite you to consider is hang out with farmers that have positive beliefs around money and that are actually making a lot of money. I find this very powerful. Often, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Often you, you're, you may be hanging out with other farmers or other people that have the same beliefs or maybe even worse beliefs than you. And so people that are always complaining about there not being enough money in agriculture and the government sucks or whatever, it just rubs off on you. So that's why um, you know, we, we have a, one of our programs at Farm Owners Academy. Is called the, we call it a mastermind, the Platinum Mastermind. Um, it's a community of like-minded farmers that are all uh, working on getting ahead and being more successful and running a more profitable farming business. And it's very, very positive community of individuals and it just naturally will drag you up um so if you want to find out more about that uh we have we have some spots available and open at the moment so you can send out an email to support at farmownersacademy.com um and i can tell you now the 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 returns and the profitability within this group is is really significantly higher we've, we've got some farmers in there that are just making extraordinary profit and taking a lot of time out and having amazing lives and and this they're teaching back into um, into the group how they're able to achieve this. So, uh, again, support at farmownersacademy.com if you'd like to find out some more information about our Platinum Mastermind. Um, in addition to that, learn to invest. I just feel it's such an important skill. Um, uh, I'm Just let me double-check this. I'm pretty sure that well, there's a webinar coming up by what I believe is the Warren Buffett of Australia, his name's Terry Tran. We're such a fan of him. I just think he's such a great guy to learn from. Um, where are we? Just bear with me. I think it's I think it's the Freedom Trader. Oh, sorry, the Freedom Trader. Yeah, the Freedom Trader. Forward slash. Gee, hang on a second. It's not not working. There it is. Yeah, thefreedomtrader.com forward slash farm wealth um, is the next place to, is the place to go if you want to um, learn from a guy. He's got a free masterclass to help you as well learn about um, investing and growing your money. It's just a skill um, that I really invite you to, to learn. Last but not least, just remember this, that 97, 98% of your success is subconscious, which is, which is the, the story or the beliefs that are ingrained into your brain that you're not even aware of that's controlling your life. So when you, when you learn to understand this, you actually learn that working on that stuff's more important than working harder. Um, so I just invite you to, to dive into that. But for now, thank you for listening into this. Please share this podcast. Um, we'll see you on the next one. Take care.